1: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. The Volume. Catching Faze is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Catching fades. We got uh my fellow first round pick, man. One of my favorite running backs, man. In my young career, I'm gonna tell this story about him. But one of my favorite running backs, man, growing up in his league, man. D'Angelo Williams, what's up, baby?
0: Man, what's going on, man? I ain't know. I ain't know. I was on the list, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been watching you for a very long time, man.
1: One of my favorite running backs, bro. The style, just you know what I'm saying? Just that that shiftyness, yeah. everything. One of them guys who bring everything to the table. Always respected. I always respected respect Joe
0: game, man. Uh, straight up. Man, I appreciate that, man. I, I respect your game, too. I always wonder, man, and I got to ask you. You know, I, I always wonder, you know what I'm saying, why y'all do this, man? And please help me understand this. When the ball is overthrown, bro, y'all got beat by 12 yards, bro. The ball overthrown. Why y'all doing the incomplete side, bro? Like, why you celebrating? I don't understand that.
1: Because, look, sometimes... I was so nice on the line. Uh, 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 I made him do something extra. Quarterback, the, the timing was off. If I throw off your timing and I force that incomplete pass, then I did my job, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna okay. okay. celebrate that, you know what I'm saying? That's me doing my job. So so y- on TV, you might just see the ending of the play. And you be like, right. bro, he was roasted, he ain't even... But see, I might be like, oh, I hemmed him up on the line, then he kind of pulled me through and got open a little bit, but the timing was off. and." I forced that incompletion. So I might celebrate, you feel me?
0: Yeah, I, well, you celebrate a lot. That's why I was asking, man. I, I got <laughs> you know what another I'm saying?
1: question. I yeah, got go another ahead. question for you. Go ahead. Because
0: I've I been, I, I been thinking, I was like, man, you know, I got a hell of questions for him, because, you know, the whole- And you, you got to ask him. Yeah, the whole chain-snatching thing, man. Yeah, Come yeah, on, man, why yeah. you bring that shit to the NFL, man? You know that, hey, that street shit, man. What's up? Honestly, man?
1: look, we from the same, we both from Dallas, right? So it was okay. really some street shit. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it was, it was really, he was super it's a shit talking, and then it's like a disrespectful level, you feel me? So yeah. he was just super disrespectful on the field, right? So I'm like, I ain't just gonna wrestle tongue wrestle with you and keep on eye on the field. I'ma just do something to embarrass you. You feel me? And then you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I keep I keep shit in-house, but really. The Coaches was, I think it's a fashion show. And you know what I'm saying? It kind of they kind of was take that damn chain off his neck and you know, <laughs> leave the goon. I'ma do it. You say do it, I'ma do it. You know what I'm saying? So right, yeah. It, it was a lot that went into that shit. But man, hey, it's the entertainment business, right? I'm just trying right. to entertain, baby. You know what I'm saying? Now you were trying to entertain, you
0: was mad. Yeah. You was mad. Yeah,
1: I wasn't mad. I was I was laughing what? when I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? The second time. I was mad, cause he came, Look, he he done socked me in the stomach. He socked Chris in the stomach the first play. Next play, socked me in the stomach, boom. Socked me in the stomach, he blocking me, play over, they blew the whistle, he still blocking me, blocking me, so I snatched it again, you know what I'm saying? Then, circled back out and threw a punch at him. I was mad the second time. The first time, I'm playing around, I'm entertaining the first time, you know what I'm
0: saying? I feel what you're saying, I feel what you're saying. So I, and and, and this will be my last question, I'll let you get your questions out, man. But I, it's like, yeah, yeah, so, so you got people around the world saying, man, y'all get paid millions. You get paid millions of dollars for what it is you do. Why couldn't those millions of dollars come where you was from? Like it should have dead in all the street talk. It should have dead. Cause this is what they feel like we should do. They feel like because none of our problems are financial, why you let this man get under your skin?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was, I guess it was the his choice of words. It was it was his <laughs> it was his choice of words. Like I don't care how much money I got, like just some stuff exactly. people, ain't nobody gonna say nothing. You ain't gonna say that to there me is. no matter how much cash I get. You know what I'm saying? So it really was just his choice of words, man. But I mean, me, me and me Crack, we good now, man. I done seen my daughter ran into him uh on the, at the go-kart spot. You know what I'm saying? We done stepped outside, was happening, you know what I'm saying? Put yeah. our differences to the side, and I think we solid now. You know what I'm saying? I think it's all good.
0: Yes, that's what's up, man. I'm glad that y'all yeah. can bridge that gap, man. We can get glad on with to, the, the power. We too old, guys, we too old for all that.
1: Now let's get to D'Angelo, man. Let's get to yeah. D'Angelo. What's okay. up, baby? What what you got going nowadays, man? What you what you working on? You know what I'm saying? How you how you making the ends meet nine days?
0: Well, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. So when I was a kid, man, and, and growing up, I always said to myself, because my mom, she worked her entire life. My dad, he worked his entire life, man. And, like, they never really had an opportunity to raise us, like, like in the house, because they was always working. And I told myself, I said, hey, man, if I ever get a job and I ever work up enough to save some money, I want to work so hard that when I'm done working, I never have to work again. And so once I achieved that in the NFL, I'm like, I, there's no point in me getting a job. I don't want a job because now I get opportunity to spend time with my kids. I get time to spend time with my wife. And I'm not working all the time. And as a result of it, bro, I don't understand how people can work their entire lives and not like enjoy it. So it's more like, like you're working. And, and I heard something that I saw, I, it was some rappers and stuff that I don't really, that's not really my genre of music. But he said something that was very impressive to me. He said, a person that has two jobs, they not rich. They are not rich at all. Name one person that got two jobs that's rich. Like, if you, you better get you one job, and you better specialize in something. That's who getting paid. That's, that's exactly how they tell us on the football field, man. If you can specialize in something, you can get paid a lot of money. But if you, like, more of a general guy and you can do everything, those are the ones that's on kickoff team, kickoff return, punt return. They ain't getting paid hella money like that quarterback that only play quarterback or that running back that only play running back or that corner that only play corner. Specialize in something, that's when you get the real money. So I was like, damn, man, you know, there's no point in me going back to, you know what I'm saying, to work or doing anything. And they they was pointing out like, man, the Tony Ramos, the yourselves, like guys that are multimillionaires that still have jobs. I said, well, you know, maybe their goal was when they was little, like, man, I want to talk on TV and get paid to do that. It's not a job to me. That's what I want to do. I, I'm, Man, I'm just I'm, I'm living, bro. I'm not surviving. I'm not. Uh, I'm not thriving. I'm living, man. I, I get that opportunity to live, and that's what I'm doing. I do absolutely nothing. I troll people on social media because that's what they did to me when I was playing. Like, oh yeah. yeah, bro. Everybody that ever sent me hate mail doing fantasy football when I was playing, bro. I done you on the it ass? Out. Oh, I'm on their ass, bro. I'm on the ass. Like, I'm talking trash about their football team, bro. I'm talking trash about their quarterback. I'm talking trash about. I'm just going in. To let them know, like, look, bro, it was it, it's not cool. It can go both ways, right? And it started like this. It started like this, T. When I, when I was playing with the Carolina Panthers, bro, and fantasy football, it just took off, man. I got hurt after a game, bro. And you know how, when you get hurt, man, you're just looking for any kind of comfort, any kind of where you're a ghost in the locker room. There ain't nobody talking to you because you're not practicing. You don't know what the inside jokes are. None of that. You know, I'm sick. I'm, I'm right on the cusp of, like, Potentially playing, but not really playing. I had a high ankle sprain, so they, you know, they real funny. You don't really know. Yeah, they, so they real. Going, yeah, I was going out. You know what I'm saying? Like to test my ankle, just to see if I'd be able to go or not. And I'm, I'm sad, kind of deep down. I'm hiding it. You know how we are. We, 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 we soldiers. We rebels. So we right. don't really disclose that. Walking out to the practice, bro, and our fan, he was like, D'Angelo! D'Angelo, I'm a huge fan. And I'm like, oh, this gonna be my guy. This gonna be the one to get me juiced up for practice, you know, get me going. He said, Hey, I have you on my fantasy team. Are you playing this week? I was like, dude, damn, get the hell out of my face, man. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I yeah. need to know if I need to start you or bench you. I was like, bro, this is wild. Like right? this, and this is when it was first starting to get big. Right. So as a result of that, man, I, I dislike all that about fantasy football, all that, because it it it, it 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 put money in your pocket, but it also now it doesn't make you a human. It make you like, what can you do for me? And exactly. if you don't do something for me, I just put down, you know, maybe $10, $15, $100 of my hard-earned money that I'm going to work eight, nine hours for a day to get this money. You just cost me. So now I have a personal bandetta with you. Not the exactly. team, not the yeah, and so now you, be, you, get this, you become like a game, like a game. That's them, exactly what it what is. Man? Yeah, yeah, You're You like you a computer a game. to them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not watching you to see like this great catch or this great pass breakup or anything like that. The first thing they say to you, T is like, not not about the change snatching, like, oh man, you know, you was on this defense and right, whatever, whatever, man. You know, y'all was killing it. You got me these fantasy points, not about winning the Super Bowl. I hear that so much. Oh bro, it's crazy. It's crazy because that's what the game is. That's what it is. It's an interactive 2K. (laughs) I feel,
1: I feel what you're saying though. Like when I retire, like I'm doing this media stuff now and I I find myself working again, right? But I ain't never say like, man, yeah, when I'm done then I'm gonna get in the media, I'm gonna try to call some game. I ain't never say that shit. I'm like, I did the same thing as you. I'm like, man, I'm gonna stack my paper, right? So I got double digit M's in my account when I'm done and then I could just really just chill, kind of, you know what I'm saying? I, I started right. a couple of businesses, but I if you start a business, I don't really got to be hands on. I got good general managers and shit. They running my gym, you know what I'm saying? I don't really got to do yeah. nothing, you know what I'm saying? So I could just hang out, watch my gym, watch my cash. But the media shit kind of just, wow, it kind of, you know what I'm saying? They attacking me. Hey, Keith, you should do this. <laughs> Check this out. So do this. Yeah. I do this, then it turn to this, next thing I know I'm on Fox calling the game and shit. I'm like it kind of just found me, you feel me? And then a good thing with this media shit though, D'Angelo, is I'm still at the house all the time. Coronavirus and all that shit happened. So everything is like Zooms and shit like this. So it don't take too much time away from me being home around my kids and stuff. So that's the the only reason that I consider doing the media stuff, because I still could be with my kids. And if I call games, I don't got to travel to Saturday night, I'm coming right back Sunday night. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh so. It's still, yeah. it's still, I still, I'm still at home all the time. You know what I'm saying? I might have to go study for like an hour or some hour or two, but at least I could do it at home. I take a break, go downstairs, vibe with the kids, come back up. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, but yeah. I feel you on that though. Hey, 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 hey. once you do them nine, 10 years in the league, bro, i don't want to do man, nothing no more. For, bro.
0: You looking for somewhere to sit down, man. And that's another thing about COVID, man, that I, I really appreciate. And a lot of people won't appreciate it. I think the, the there's a gift and a curse that came with COVID. Obviously, right. the deaths and people getting affected and getting sick. But I think the silver lining of it was, is like, you found a way to appreciate family and just yeah. being at home. And, and like, it, it allows Americans or people just in general to reevaluate their life. Because yeah. at first, you know, everybody was just going to work. They were set into that, that metatonic path where it was just like, hey, you know, I get up. I drink my coffee, I go to work, robotic, I take the right. kids to school, robotic, right. So now that they broke up that tendency, like now you gotta figure out, like you're not surviving anymore. You like some people on life support, cause they just like, dude, my whole world has been blown up. And then right. there's other people like, oh, this is like the perfect situation. Like that job that we've been complaining about for the last eight years that we said could have been done from home. We're doing it from home now. Exactly. And like now maybe it'll stay at home, hopefully, but then, the caveat to that is, is like them damn kids, bro. I can't, I, <laughs> I'm i gonna tell y'all something and, and this is me being real with you T. When you're in the league and you playing and you working all the time, man, like my wife complained, like I thought it was her complaining, bro, like, damn man, all you gotta do is you, I'm out here dealing with these dudes out here trying to take my head off. Like I'm trying to make sure, you know, my ankles, knees, hips, you know, I'm, I'm completely focused on football. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, but then when I come home, I'm a I'm a I'm a father, I'm a husband, and you know, putting all this stuff together, bro. I ain't understand. What it was, was going easy on. though, like, right? It's easy oh, when bro, you just come home and, bro, you know
1: what I'm saying? It's easy. Bro, I'm <laughs> gonna tell
0: you something. The one thing I hate I, I, we just had a son, bro. He'll be one in, in April of this year. I'm gonna yeah. tell you what I didn't experience while I was playing versus what I'm experiencing now. And it's not a big deal to a lot of people, but it's big for me. I it may not be big for you, T. That elbow at 2:30 in the morning, talking about it's your turn. Oh boy, it hit Man. different, bro, when you ain't got that excuse about I gotta go to work in the morning.
1: Yeah. yeah I, got, <laughs> I got I got I got I got a January baby. So you know that's that's off season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got an April baby, so that's almost time to go back to work. So you know. For a month, the first month or two, I'm involved in that 2.30. All right, baby, can you get them? Can you get Can you feed them? Oh, nah. yeah. <laughs> ah, so I do Yeah. know. So I know what you're talking about, bro. It's real, it's real. And it's then real. just just having them on a the day-to-day, man. Just, you know what I'm saying? Getting them up, getting them ready for school, making sure they got food. Just being at home, you really get to appreciate what your wife do with these kids all oh, day. Bro. You know what I'm saying? That's bro. really, It's really a job. It's really being a housewife, is really a fucking job, man. That's that's one oh, thing that COVID, that COVID taught me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I get to sit home in retirement, too. Just sit home and watch your day-to-day activities. Everything, shit, it made me wanna help. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me hey, get involved, bro, t- let me help. I got him. T- I'ma go get that lunch today, man. I got you, I'm. you know what I'm saying? So, I t- feel them.
0: Kudos to them t- wifeies, man. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You have the best, they have the best patience in the world, bro. Yeah, My wife do. left me with all four kids one day for the first time. Like, right. this was some years back, she left me no, it was, it, she left me when when our son was two months. She left me with all four kids. She was like, hey, I need to run to the store. When she got back, see, bro, I hugged her, like I embraced it. And I was like, look, it, it, you got sent. You got <laughs> sent. Because your patience, like yeah. our oldest son and my daughter's like, stop. Don't do that. Don't do this. And my main thing, bro, is having to get up off the couch. If I get up off the couch, Somebody get disciplined. Ain't no talking at that point. I did hey. all the talking that I need to do. Because now right. that I got to get up, knees hurt. The, talk, mur- the ain't talking mur- ain't, working ain't working at this tips. point. Oh, no, it ain't <laughs> working at this point. I gotta, something got to be done. And when I get up is when everybody want to act right. Like, oh, okay, I was going to do this. Yeah. I was going to do that. So, And learning your kids and stuff like that. This is stuff that when you're in football, because I, I'm a firm believer of this, T. And, and you can disagree with me or you can agree with me. You can't be great at everything. You can be a right. great football player, a good husband, and a terrible, uh, 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 or a good uh, dad. There's no way you can be great in all three because your attention can't be on all three yeah. at the same time. We don't got the time. We ain't got the time. But people don't understand that because they can only compare their job to our job, not understanding that if we get paid, if we got paid hourly, bro, we ain't getting paid enough with the millions that we get back. Right, because we there all the time, bro, all the time, Hell and I, yeah. th- that's just one of the things that I had to like. When football's over with, and that door slams behind you, and you look back and you know that that door never open again. It'll right. never. People always say, you know, there'll be a million doors that open up for you, but they never talk about that door that closed that offered you the million. Right. Once that door closed and you know that you can't go back, oh man, that's something serious. Because them checks ain't gonna be like that again. I don't give a damn Never.
1: what job you have. I don't give a damn what you, unless you. I mean, unless you do some Romo shit. Yeah, you know I'm saying. And you yeah. End up on TV <laughs> yeah. on some Romo shit like that. Yeah. It but is. look, speaking of them checks, I thought when I first asked you, I'm saying, wait, wait what you got going? I thought you was gonna bring up the wrestling joint.
0: No, nah, man, I
1: man I almost broke my you damn dabbled back in it.
0: wrestling, bro. I, man, I dabbled <laughs> in that, bro. Like, now nah, don't laugh at me, bro. I'm still sensitive about that shit. I, I damn it broke my damn oh, back, man. man. It oh right? man, it's real though, right? It's real as hell. So so this is it's what like I tell full it's like, t- now. Tell me, tell
1: me if I'm wrong. It's like full contact acting.
0: That's exactly what it is, bro. It's full contact acting. And what what people don't understand is is nobody knows what the outcome is going to be until right before they walk out of the curtain. So they put a whole match together, not knowing who's going to win, and then right before they walk out, that's when Vince McMahon said, "Hey, you're winning or you're winning." And now oh, yeah. you're like, "Oh shit, yeah, like okay, I gotta, we got to put together a finish. We got to put together a finish, right?" Yeah. So what people don't understand is, and, and people that all you people out there that say wrestling is fake. Right. The checks are real. The checks are real. The checks ahead. real. Oh, bro, they get millions. To, I already know. To, yeah, but the bumps that they take are real. Bro, I went through a training. I went through three days of uh, training before I put that match on. And when I, it was two days of training. And the first day, he let me do it on my own, bro. I was blowed, couldn't make it through the workout. I was like, bro, I can't breathe. And then he was like, hey, man, when you take these bumps, you got to exhale. You don't fight, because you know, as football players, you fight pressure with pressure. Right. So the more, you know, the more <laughs> you push and the more you, you got to remember to breathe. You got to exhale. Well, in football, man, you know, you run that person over, you might hold yeah, we, your breath. Mm, you right. might, yeah, you, you, you. you I might not breathe solid. until I get to the end zone. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Me laughs> yeah. Yeah. Completely different in football. I mean, uh, completely different in wrestling, bro. You got to exhale on every bump, man. Because if you don't, you'll get dizzy and you'll find yourself holding your breath the entire match. Because yeah. everything is a bump. Hell
1: yeah! So how long? How long you did that wrestling?
0: Man, I did one match, and I only did that one match for my uncle. So my uncle was a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. And as a, growing up, I, I told him, I said, "Hey, if I ever get an opportunity to wrestle, I wrestle one time for you." Well, my uncle died. He died of ketoacidosis uh, uh, because he was diabetic. Uh, huh. stopped taking his medicine or whatever. And the 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 opportunity arise and I was like, you know what, I'll do this one match because I told my uncle I'll do it. And I did that one match. As a result, man, I had WWE, a lot of people calling me to wrestle. And I was like, no, that's I I just got off the road playing football. Why would I get back on the road? And there's no off-season in wrestling. There's no off-season. They wrestle 365 Mm -hmm. all year round. There's no travel too, right? Oh, bro. It's it's insane. And they doing other countries and they'll yeah. do four or five week tours. I'm like, I can't do that. I, I'm, I'm not. That's I why you I'm quit cool on it. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly.
1: That's, that's how I felt. That's like, I'm like, I got some coaching calls and stuff. I'm like, nah, I can't handle no coaching hours. That's like, that's that's why I quit. I'm gonna have to study more and travel more to coach. And then the two reasons why I quit, I'm tired of studying, I'm tired of traveling, being away from my family. That's why I'm done really, that's burning me out. Yeah. But yeah, I feel I feel that though, man. That's that's. Was you a rest, You was a wrestling fan since your uncle was doing it and stuff. You was a wrestling fan growing up, huh? You're still a
0: wrestling fan, huh? Still a wrestling fan, man. I watch it all the time. People be like, "Oh, I can't believe you watch this stuff. It's fake." And I'm like, "Man, the checks are real. I got paid to do it. I like it. That's something that I'm into." Like, name some of the stuff that you like, and they name some of that stuff, and you just be like, "Okay, that was dumb. That's way worse than wrestling." Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's 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 insane to me how people. Will judge you based on your likes and your dislikes to make themselves feel better, bro. Like yeah. stop it. Just, you know that's gonna it. happen
1: though. You know people gonna do yeah. that. That's that's that part of life. Yeah, uh so when you wrestled, you you wrestled as D'Angelo Williams?
0: I wrestled as D'Angelo Williams, man. I had a partner in Moose and we wrestled uh Chris Masters, which he was in WWE for a while, and Eli Drake, which is now in WWE or with NXT right now. He just yeah. signed, so the guys kind of float around, but it, it was cool. It was a tag team match and I, I we didn't know who was going to win. Just like, just like I told you, I didn't know who was going to win. I, I didn't know who was going to win. So Chris Masters and Eli Drake, they went out first and I'm like, oh, okay. So he whispered something to them and I'm like, ah, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I, they was like, okay, y'all ready? And I'm like, yeah, and I'm still asking Moose. I'm like, Boost, like what the hell is about to happen, bro? He was like, well, they're going to tell us who win. And then we go, I was like, but we ain't playing for that. He was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to work on it out there. And I was like, no, nah, I got to know, bro. Like, I, yeah, you like, we got to say, me, gotta get this shit together. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not defending the game like that. We yeah. we got to get this together. So then they told us that we went out there, we put the match on bro. And then I came back in and I was like, dude, that was insane. Like living that dream. And everybody was, was y'all the winning team? We was the winning team and, uh, that's when I went through the table and I almost broke my damn back. And everybody was like, dude, your neck okay? I was like, man, my neck ain't got nothing to do with it. My back took all that, man. My back took all that. I knew then. I was like, yeah, man, I'm cool on the wrestling. And that was my spot, too. He told me, he said, hey, when you jump off the top rope, jump as high as you can, and it'll carry you over. Well, after the match, he was like, man, I probably shouldn't have told you that. He said, most of our guys are not as athletic as you. <laughs> so we tell them to jump high because if they really never jump; they fall. And yeah. as I look at some people, who's like, other than the people that do, they finishes off the top rope. A lot of the people, that's not where they like going. Yeah, they don't really go on the rope. Yeah, they don't really do all that. So when I, I I did all that thinking, like you know, shit, sweet, it let me know, like, hey man, you need to chill out. This ain't yeah, this ain't yeah. this ain't your lane, bro. Like you just you yeah, just I, getting I, over here to pass straight <laughs> up.
1: I- I was a huge, me and my brother, we was huge wrestling fans growing up, man. I'm talking about, we wrestled outside on the mattresses. We wrestled in the house. It was, it played a part. That's, that's, that physicality of playing around wrestling when you're young, that made me yeah. not scared to tackle. And you know what I'm saying? That that made me more physical for the sport I made my money on, man. But that's what's up though, man. I, I You know I was gonna bring out that wrestling. Uh, yeah. Tell me about that, tell me about that, uh, that amazing race though you did with Barnage. How was that shit?
0: Oh, bro, <laughs> I would you ever do something like that? I'm, I'm I don't know what that. it would is, you so you just,
1: it, like just I don't really know what it is. Like, I just know about the show. I never really watched the show, so I don't really know the concept of I, it or nothing. So, so, so
0: you tell me. So I'm gonna tell you something, I didn't know either. So Gary, we're in uh, South Africa, bro. We was on a safari, me, Gary, my wife. And Gary was like, hey man, would you ever do a show where you travel the country and, you know what I'm saying, you get a chance to see the country and do challenges. I'm like, yeah, but it was just in passing, just really brief, right? Like, no, yeah. nothing crazy. Three weeks later, bro, we was on the Amazing Race. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, we ain't even really talk about this. He was like, yeah, you said you would do it, but he know when I say I'm gonna do something, I, I'm gonna stick to my word, because that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that's all we got. Right. So I, I end up doing it, man, and and what I thought it was gonna be wasn't what it what it was. I thought maybe you know after we ran the race and we got back to our hotels they'll take us out and we'll see the city the country and I'll, none of that bro we was confined to a hotel for 17 hours like you right. can't leave your room.
1: Oh hell no. With
0: other countries bro 17 hours you can't leave your room wow. and nothing is in English nothing is because they were talking about with security risk because they're oh, shooting okay. the show like yeah right. and I'm like if I if I'd have known this I could have paid for this myself.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I could've. I could've have, went on tour, a, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, and they man. told me, they was like, there's no way you could do this. And I was like, yeah, it is. If y'all can do it, because guess what? You're paying money <laughs> to do this. It's not like they just like, hey, you know what? Because you got a show, we're going to let you come in and we're going to let you do this. In fact, not only are we going to let you come in and do this, but we're going to let you do it for free.
1: Right, now, nah, you can no. do
0: it for free. Exactly. So I I I I didn't like my time on there because I went on there thinking it was something else, not knowing what it was. I'd never watched. So what kind of stuff they had y'all doing, bro? We was uh, so we kicked it off and we kicked it off in Trinidad and Tobago, and we went from Trinidad and Tobago to uh, I think it was Ascension Paraguay, and from Paraguay to we did. I, I feel like we was in Manaus, Brazil, but we would we would do challenges like you know, building a yurt uh, when we were in Kazakhstan uh, and you, you everything's timing So it's 12 oh, yeah. teams or it's, a, it's 11 teams fighting for a million dollars. And so you get eliminated based on when you check in and how fast you finish each challenge. Okay. And the race itself is cool because you're busy. It's the stuff outside. Like once the race is over. Like it's during way worse room. than during the race. Yeah, it just yeah. I, I was like, bro, being confined to a room, I was like, I couldn't take yeah. this shit when I was playing in the NFL. <clears> like <throat> I would have to get up, bro, and walk around the hotel. Like I couldn't stay in there for an hour or two because I was tired of looking at the walls, the TV. I was like, look, I um let me get out here and, and, and walk up. around and conversate with the homies and see what they got going on.
1: <laughs> gotta do that, bro. I, I yeah. You like me, bro. I, I'm not trying to sit in no house. I ain't never been like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to move around, man. Yeah. That's that's what's that's what's up, man. I get into some of this football stuff, man. What the football like the youth and the high school? What's the vibe? Well, at least when you was playing, or now. You know what I'm saying? What's the what football? What is football like in Arkansas?
0: Okay, T. I gotta ask you, where are you from, T?
1: I'm in Texas, so you know this shit crazy. I, ain't,
0: I don't even want to talk about it. We, we ain't we ain't, ain't nothing to talk about. I ain't nothing to talk about. <laughs> it, just,
1: ain't, it ain't it's low. I, it,
0: I, do they got like look? Do they got like youth football out there? we do. We got youth, we got the same shit y'all got out there. We just ain't got as much talent. We're just as talented. We just don't have as much as it's just not, you not have as many. in Texas. Whereas y'all may have 34 talented people on the team, we might have seven. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? In the whole state. <laughs> 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 you, see, uh, you see what I'm saying? So I only want to get into that with you because I don't want you to be like, oh, that's what y'all talking about. Like what we had and you name off like eight or nine Hall of Famers and I'm just like, I'm not even embarrassed myself. Like but look, this. look, look,
1: and, and, and like Arkansas. So if y'all did have that caliber of football, you was going nuts. Like high school, you probably went crazy. Usually oh, I went crazy the, in high school. Bro, it's like the running backs in the NFL, it's like they was the coldest guys. And how you look at their numbers, like Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and them look at their numbers in high school. It's nuts, bro. So, so you don't want to in high school. That's what I don't understand
0: about y'all. That's what I don't understand about y'all. Cornerbacks, everybody on defense, man. Y'all y'all really made it because of what y'all did in college, bro. Because I look right. at y'all, like I can look at you We all like late bloomers, day, right? Oh, bro. You was I swear to trash in high school, huh?
1: Nah, I was, was straight. I was nice. I, I play offense, receiver. I mean, I'm a, I'm a different breed. You feel me? What I'm you a different mean breed. you was
0: straight? You was better on I offense, call... too, huh? That's where you got your nah, name
1: I... from on offense. Nah, I always stood there, stand on that business on defense. I'm a Deion Sanders fan. So when everybody say, All right, what position you want to play? Let me get the receivers over here. I'm be the only dude standing over there, like yeah, I play corner. You know what I'm saying? Really? And then I'm gonna stripe all the receivers, and then I'm gonna say, All right, one of y'all guard me. So Receiver was my secondary position. You know what I'm saying? I always was I was in love with prime. I'm telling you, bro. I was like, I'm finna <sighs> be the prime. I was in love with defense, man. But so my tape's straight though. But you know, other defensive guys, they, they take my <laughs> well, what look you mean like your tape How many
0: picks you had your senior year in high school? You know it. Don't act
1: like you don't know, it. I had, Y'all know. My my senior year, I had five picks, my junior year. I had four, but five with like three to the crib, though. I had five picks. Well, that's and that's you know, that's me senior lead they don't even like throwing passes my way, you feel me? So I got five picks, so I'm probably uh, like 30 targets, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even getting too many targets. So I'm I'm doing what I gotta do, you feel me? I did what I had to do I in high school, saying. but but I know it, but listen, I talked to Darius Leonard, talking about he was 195 pounds, and you know what I'm saying? He just a late bloomer, like, you see so many, so many guys on defense that's like, they made their money in college. All them guys on offense, they been goons, you know what I'm saying? Yes, that's what's up.
0: Yes. But there's there's only one though. I I have to argue there's there's one player in the National Football League that has superseded everything he's ever done at the collegiate level, at the uh that the amateur level. That's Tom Brady, and I'm gonna say yeah. to, that man right. You talking about late bloomer? Like yeah. that boy bloomed on a a complete accident, and everybody want to compare themselves to Tom Brady, and I'm just like, bro. Tom Brady is the Bill Belichick of athletes. Meaning you'll Definitely. never see another one like that. Meaning exactly. he was trash in college. He was tra- He was okay in high school. If you look at his high school tape, he's he not cool. jumping off, right? Yeah, he was cool. He was straight. Like kind of like college, Michigan you, though. Yeah. He went to college and you was just like, eh, like he, he'll we'll probably see, have like, yeah, exactly. well, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then you, he goes to the NFL and you're like, whoa. Like what the hell was Michigan doing? And it you was immediate it. too. It was as soon as bro. he got in the
1: game, he had control. He, you know what I'm saying, game winning drives. It was, it started like that and it never stopped, bro. That shit crazy.
0: Bro, they're going to retire his jersey at Michigan, bro. And he probably didn't play in two or three games.
1: Exactly, bro. It's, yeah, it's nuts. It's, 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 it's he wanted to offer <laughs> the players who, it's, it's probably, it's probably more quarterbacks. Nah, them quarterbacks be the truth too. In high No, school they be the truth in college. They be the truth too. What I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, like, all the ones that are hall of famers and Tom Brady is going to be a hall of famer. If you think of all the hall of famers, bro, they high school and they college tape nice. They
1: got you records like, and oh, shit.
0: You can see it. That's why everybody every year when Tom Brady do something, they post his combine picture cuz they like, exactly. yo, this man this
1: like, this where he started at. Look. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Straight up. But yeah, Tommy yeah. Tommy definitely the goat, man. He different. He, different. Yeah, he definitely he different, different, man. This so- time. Catching Phase is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great, FanDuel is offering up to $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play FanDuel? I play FanDuel for the Fantasy easy to use app. It's so easy to use and make my betting experience great. And I can pick a new team every game. FanDuel is offering new users a deposit match up to $500 when you make your first deposit. Go to fanduel.com/coward for more info. fanduel.com/coward. FanDuel, more ways to win. So, uh from Arkansas, you get to Memphis. We know how crazy you went at Memphis. How you get uh, to Memphis right. though? What, what 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 made you pick Memphis out of all of them?
0: So, I I want you to go had,
1: to tell me what you have came out
0: coming out too. So, so I had Memphis, I had Arkansas, I had Iowa, and Iowa was number one in the country at the time. Uh, yeah. Iowa, I had Ole Miss, and I had Arkansas. I, I don't know if I said that right, but those were the five that I boiled it down to. Like Tennessee and all the other schools started to come in late. But by that time, I was like, look, man, I'm narrowing this down. This is where I'm going. I'm going to go to one of these five places. But the crazy part is I committed to all five places. I committed to every one of them. <laughs> bro, I, I, I'll i never forget this, bro. The first time I ever traveled on a plane, bro, is when I went to Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I got to Iowa with my first, like, trip, like, official trip, bro. Yeah. Man, ain't no way hell I could've went to Iowa, bro. Ain't no way. Ain't, ain't, no, bro. I, I'll never forget. I went from, I got off the plane they separated me from my mom and dad, and I was so happy to get back to them because I had no sleep, bro. I'm sitting in the meeting with Coach Ferentz, bro, like nodding, I'm like, bro, I'm, I ain't got no sleep. I'm so sorry, right. bro. I'm coming I'm here, bro. There. We, there, there's no other conversation we need to have. They was like, hey, can you go public? I said, nah, we're gonna keep it between me and you. Right. But man, I'm so tired, bro. I just want to get back <laughs> with my mom and dad. Bro, but two days, bro, I got no yeah. sleep. No sleep. Yeah, I was they like, they, I
1: just... they ain't really got too much going in Iowa, though. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bro, you got to be out there ready this... to just lock in and play football.
0: Bro, th- right behind this hotel, they got like a strip of bars, bro. That's where they took us to. And we was like bar hopping. First of all, I shouldn't have been bar hopping in the first place. I, I yeah. shouldn't have, That ain't even my thing. Like, that scene right there was not even my scene. But I'm like, I'm. High I mean, kid. Iowa, you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. High school kid. I'm going to go to college, and that's all everybody ever talked about. So I yeah, might right. as well get used to this. scene. Yeah, no matter way to get used to it than that.
1: Exactly. So, how, so, so I, what made you pick Memphis, though?
0: So, so, I, I committed. to I, I went to Ole Miss. I committed to Ole Miss. Uh, uh, what coach was there? Um, he's with with Kansas now, I think. Or he was he was with Duke, uh, but. The whole time I when I went on my old Miss trip, man, I'm like, yeah, you know, I can see myself playing at Ole Miss. I like the Grove. I like what's going on here. But the whole time that he was talking to me, he was talking about Archie Manning's cast that he played in. And I'm like, bro, this is a quarterback school. Eli was still there. And he was mm-hmm. like, man, you know, we got the quarterback. We got running backs. They had, like, just signed three running backs. And all three running backs, they had signed was nice. But it was yeah. off the arm of Eli Manning. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll come here." He was like, "You gonna go public?" I'm like, "Nah, I can't nah. go public, but I'm coming here." We're I just knew up. if I said that, it'll cut <laughs> the conversation short, and I ain't yeah. gonna be in this meeting for an hour and a half of them trying exactly. to convince me to commit. Yeah, <laughs> so I leave there and I go to Arkansas, and I'm like, "Man, Arkansas is really where I want to be." But they got a ton of they got a ton of running backs, and every since the SEC has been the SEC, a freshman coming in and playing early. Is like few and far between. It right. happens, but it doesn't especially back like, then. Yeah, it happened, like, but it doesn't happen. When we was coming out much. and
1: stuff, yeah, it happened yeah, more now. It, it might happen more now. You know what I'm saying? You might see a freshman, but when we was coming up in college and stuff, you barely saw that.
0: Right. So so because you barely saw that, I was like, I don't want to go there and sit for two or three years, end up having to right. transfer, or like, you know, maybe I, my, my talents develop. I need to go somewhere where I could play early. But I ain't finna turn down these trips because I, you know, I need the money that they give us for the the stifling and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I I didn't have a lot of money. I mean, my my parents would have factory jobs. So them taking off and them reimbursing us for us, like that was going to them. Yeah, that's going to them because they had to take off to take me to these places. Hell yeah. So I get to Memphis, bro. And Memphis was probably the worst trip I took based on facilities, and, like, the conversation was completely different. Every one of the SEC schools, when I went to Iowa, because they was, like, on top of the world, they got the top facilities. They telling you everything you want to hear, bro. Like, yeah, you can come in here. You can start early, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm looking at some of their big guys, and I'm like, man, your big guys then start to two or three years down the road. Like, just Mm -hmm. tell me the truth. Man, I got to Memphis. I walk in. The locker room was beat up, broken down, man. And the head coach told me, he said, look, man, we ain't been to a bowl game in 32 years. He said, you can go to all these other schools and you will be another uh, running back, Chris Takuma. Right. You will be another uh, whatever the big name running back was at. He said, if you come here, you going to be it. You, you going to be, be it. a legend. We going to compare you. They going to be comparing everybody to you. And I'm right. like, man, whatever. You know, I, I'm young. I don't, I don't, I've never heard this before. He said, I can tell you this. He said, you can go to other programs and you can stack programs. You ain't gonna ever go to a program and make it better. Not the Iowa, the Arkansas, the O, you ain't gonna make it better because right. they they got national championships, they got, they've been there. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you can right. come here and you can make a real difference. You could be, I mean, you could, you could be. Really big, and I'm like, man, they just blowing hot smoke up my butt. You know, I'm not going there. Arkansas State came in. Coach, Coach uh um dang, it's his name, just Coach Feetner. He hit me up and he was at Arkansas State at the time. He was the offensive coordinator. Really love coach feet, really love coach feet. Hated Arkansas State, though. Hate yeah. Arkansas State. It was 20 minutes from the crib and it was in the country. And I was like, I'm I want to get away from. What I'm around, man. I gotta. Right. I I can't stay around here. And I told him just in conversation. I said, Coach. I said, Man, I really love you, bro. I said, If you was anywhere else, bro, I would go. Three days later, Memphis hired him as the offensive coordinator. and I ended up signing with Memphis. Oh yeah, see,
1: that's how, that's <laughs> how, look, that's how stuff happened, bro.
0: Look. Yeah, I said, Silly, yeah. That's
1: that's how it happened. That's a that's a dope ass story though. Yeah, that's that's
0: that's that's, that's how I end up going to Memphis because Coach. The coach that I love at Arkansas State, he ended up going to Memphis. And he called me, and he was like, hey, guess what? I said, man, I'm telling you, coach. I said, I can't go to Arkansas State. He said, I, yeah. I don't want you to go to Arkansas State. He was like, I'm the offensive coordinator at Memphis now. You like Memphis, I like Memphis, you like me? What's your excuse now? Like, what's up, let's do it, huh? What's up, let's happen. I signed, I think, 13, 14 days after National Signing Day, because I came out and I publicly said, hey, I'm going to the Arkansas Razorbacks. That was the dream of mine, man. I'd always wanted to play for the Arkansas Razorbacks, but that was the only team. There was only two teams that played in Arkansas. There was the Arkansas Razorbacks and the Texans and um, uh, the uh, te- the Texas Longhorns. Oh yeah. So I was a huge Rick. That's why I became a huge Ricky Williams fan. Yeah. The, the Dreads, the, yeah. the 34, like all that was Ricky Williams because he was the one that influenced me because. He was the back back and still to this day is that back. You You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, he's still that back. Yeah. So that's where I picked that up from because, you know, Chris Chakuma came after, you know, Fred Talley. Then, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you got, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cobbs. Cobbs came out of there too. Uh, Felix came out of there. Mm -hmm. Like these were all the running backs that they had filtered out of there. But Matt Jones was the quarterback and they was running the option. So I wouldn't really. I was like, man, no option running back. I want to. Exactly. I need somebody I mean, to go. I need to be yeah, this way. Yeah, you know what that, I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not like, this man. way. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, mean? I ain't trying to go get that headache every. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, oh, that that was a good run right there. That was a good SEC run. Like hell no, I'm trying nah. to get them runs, Wayne Tucks. Like let me hell let yeah. me go there. So I national uh the national uh signing day, bro. My mom brought me the National Eleven of to Arkansas and. The If I regret anything, bro, this is the one thing that I regret in my life, bro. I committed to Arkansas a couple days before. Um, my mom bring me on national sign today. She said, hey, you know, my head coach came over. He's like, hey, I just want to let you know we haven't, you know, decided for you to go to Arkansas. There's a lot of people up here. You know, they're waiting on you to sign. I said, coach, I don't think I'm going to Arkansas, man. I think I'm going to Memphis, <laughs> bro. My, co- my head coach was like, man, you going to a graveyard. Your career going to die there. Like, because he was a huge Arkansas fan. He had the coaches come down. He had a nice little pep rally set up for me, man. Everything was set up. I wrote no on the national letter of intent. My damn mama faxed it back. So every everybody that was on that coaching staff that has gone to other coaching staff, that's the story that they tell everybody. And I'm like, nah, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be like that. Like, right. I didn't think she was gonna fax the damn letter back. When I wrote no, my mom was like, oh no, you gotta go handle that shit, son. I'm not, she went in her room, she slammed the door and she turned her phone off. She was like, you gotta go tell your coach, man, that you ain't going to Arkansas. He yeah. was like, well, where you going? I said, coach, I think I wanna go to Memphis. I like, I, I feel comfortable going to Memphis, but everybody else want me to go to Arkansas. And it took me 13, 14 days before I was like, hey coach, I called coach Randy, I said, hey, Coach, the national level of intent should be in the mail, man. And he was like, "Okay, well, we are we gonna wait to." As a matter of fact, you ain't even got to put it in the mail. They sent somebody down to get my national level of intent yeah. to make sure,
1: <laughs> yeah, because they yeah. they heard
0: about the Arkansas. They're trying
1: thing. to make sure. <laughs> yeah, they, they
0: heard about the little Arkansas thing, so they sent somebody down to get the national of intent. And was like, "Yeah, you know, we happy." And we had like a top twenty-five, top thirty class uh, when we came in Memphis. And we was under investigation for two years because they was trying to figure out how they got so many players.
1: Right, how they got y'all boys in there, man. So Yeah, how they
0: got us boys. I, I'll never forget, man. My mom, like on Rivals, I was a three-star player, bro. I was a three-star player. My mom called Rivals and went absolutely insane. And the right. next day, they turned me into a four-star player. <laughs> Look, I wish, I wish my mama was
1: on that. She was on, nigga. I, I'll see you at the game on Friday. <laughs> she she didn't really, My mama ain't really know nothing about football. She just know my baby yeah. play, said he going to the league, so I got this many more years to work. She ain't know nothing about football, no competition. All she knew was she rhymed with me, and she believed in me the most. Like, all right, I'm working till you 20 what? 21 or 22? 22, mom. All right, I'm done. When you 22, I'm all done. You know what I'm saying? She ain't no. It wasn't no and, help, really, but I kind of enjoy that. Just ride with me. Mom, put up to the game. Let me find you bet. Ah, right, man, we're going to get it on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: So, so I got a question for you, like on like yeah. real. Do you think that because we put so much pressure on ourselves, and and I, I, I tell people this because I I don't want my kids playing any sports, and right. I'm going to tell you why I don't want them playing any sports a little and bit I'm, like not, I'm
1: the total opposite. Mine playing so, yeah. all sports.
0: I I I don't want them to play any sports and especially like football, basketball, baseball, like and again, I'm gonna tell you why a little bit later on, but I don't want them playing any sports. But do you think that because we had so much pressure on us to perform and be great, because maybe that was our only way out that mm-hmm. because now I look at I look at football now, T, and I'm just like, man, what happened to them dogs and animals? That was just vicious out there that was savage. Like it's more of a corporate football world now. Mm -hmm. Like everybody, like, hey, we're gonna make sure that we don't step on anybody's toes. Like we're not gonna be that nasty, that nastiness that we used to have. Like Mm -hmm. they push, like I knew that, you know, it was I could have went to college on like a, a a um an academic scholarship. But I, I don't know what I would have did. I wouldn't have been able to right. support my mom, my dad, and my wife, my kids, and be in the situation that I'm in right now. Exactly. But, so my son, for instance, like my my oldest daughter, and, I, and I'll tell you, I'm gonna I'm I'm let you in my head a little bit. She's in the swim league, right? And she doesn't want to compete. And I, I'm trying to tell her like how to compete, but I don't want to push her to the point to where it's like, I'm living through her with what right. I wanna, I, so yeah, so she, she jumped in the pool and I was like, yeah, you know, work on your, you know, your, your form and stuff. She be dead last, bro. They shoot the gun, boom, it's a race. She dead last and she be like, daddy, how was my form? And I'm like, oh, it was great. Can you speed up a little bit? Like, you, you know, you, you might wanna pick it up a little bit, like go hard, sweat a little bit. She was like, nah, I'm cool. I'm like, okay, well you got nice form. Like, let's just, let's get faster. Let's try it right. fast Next time, let's see if you can beat the girl in the lane next to you, right? Yeah. Like, so that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. And so she was like, okay, I'm gonna beat the girl in the lane next to me, right? I didn't know that the girl in the lane next to it was just as bad as she was. So they <laughs> both in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they both in the back, right? She's yeah. like, daddy, you see me beat that girl? I said, well, try to beat the girl in the very front. She was like, No, nah, I can't beat her. She's too fast. Like even in practice, she beat me. And I was like, oh, okay, but you don't wanna compete. She was like, nah, uh uh-uh. And I wrestle with, I wrestle with, when I played football, I was playing for a purpose. That purpose right. was to get me out of the situation that exactly. I was in. Well, my <clears throat> kids are not put in that same situation. Exactly. So because they're not, I'm like, how do I push them to be great at something that they think is fun?
1: Right. So I I i be I'd look at it like this. I I tell him like my son, he's seven, right? And yeah. basically he like I was when I was seven. Like, yeah, I'm gonna finna do this, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm gonna go to uh I'm gonna go to Clemson and then I'm gonna go to the league. Isn't that's what he got in his head? That's what he about to do, right? So I'm like, damn, he is out there bullshitting and he kind of going not competing. I'm like, bruh, like I tell them exactly what you told me when I was young, bruh. We was in the slums. We was in the projects. Man, that was my man. motivation. Like you know what I'm saying. That was my why. Like I'm I, I asked them. I sit him down, bro. Why you want to go to the league? Like, you know what I'm saying? Why? Because every time you get the dog in it and, and you and you don't feel like competing, you just got to think about that why. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and he like, shit, I really, I really want to play because you play. And then I'm first, I'm like, man, that ain't that ain't no. That ain't why. enough. That ain't no. but I but I thought about it. But I thought about it though, right? I thought about it though. I'm like shit. I used to lightweight, want to be gangster. I wanted to be hard. You know what I'm saying? And real gangster, yeah. cause of my daddy, like who he was. So it really is enough. You know what I'm saying? If we don't uh, be, we be underestimating our our you okay. know what I'm saying? The power that we got on our kids. You know what I'm saying? He he really wanted to be like his daddy. So when he out there dogging it, he feel like he feel like, like nah, I ain't like my daddy wouldn't do this. Like and, and that, I had that conversation when he about five or six. And you should see him now when he's seven bro and then the competition cranked up because i'm like bro if you if you doing it if you doing it because because i did it then i compete to the max every time anything we doing 510 five, 10, five in, in practice i'm gonna win it you know what i'm saying so right that kind of he kind of was like all right so if i'm gonna if i'm gonna be like my daddy then i compete at everything because that's how he did it so boom now he put that in his life not every single thing he trying to win he trying to compete it so i mean you just gotta i, I say man you just why you doing it why how far are you trying to go with it, and why are you doing it? And then every time you practicing or in the game, and you starting to second guess yourself, just think about that why you feel me. And I feel like right. that 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 shit cranked my nephews, my son, all of them, yeah, all of them. Just... Like, yeah,
0: they they different <laughs> than us. They ain't grow up like us. Even my brother kids, that's they what got paper. I'm saying that's like, you know yeah, what I'm saying. So that's why it bothered me. Like I don't know how to push them because they why is so much different from my why. Like exactly. my why. My why, if I fail, I'm bringing a lot of people with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you fail, you just, you you good. You ain't bringing a lot of people with you. Exactly. You just, it's you. So I I I just didn't think. I, I don't think their why is just. It's not absolute. It's just like a like yeah. I want to do it because of you. Just but you if I it. fail, I, hey you know hey
1: exactly. But I but at the same time I I I let my kids know like man look. Everything that I built and all the money I got in my account is mine. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If something happened to me, that's gonna get spread out to so many people, y'all probably ain't gonna be straight no more. So y'all see how we live. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all see real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gonna be straight for a little while, but you ain't just gonna be able to live for the rest of your life once this yeah. shit gets spread out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, look, <laughs> y'all see how we live. Y'all see how we go on vacation. You see how, like, my my, I'm, I'm with my wife, then my boys. Then my daughter is, is, is my oldest. Uh, I, her mom lives in Orange County. Her mom just now moved to Dallas. So she's not with yeah. my wife. So I'm like, with my daughter, prime example. You see how we live over here. Then you go to your mom's house, you see how it is over there. Like, you know what I'm saying? You you see how your mom works. She hates going to work, uh, she had an attitude in the morning. You see how I go to work in the morning doing something I love. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? You 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 just you picking your life right now, man. You know what I'm saying? ain't going to start. You ain't going to turn 18 about, okay, now what do I want to do when I get old? Nah, that shit's starting. You molding yourself right now. So you want to be going to do something that you hate or you want to be going to do something that you love? You know what I'm saying? And you could vacation when you want and you could buy, go to the store and when your kids say, can I get these chips? Yeah, man, come on. Because we couldn't get that kind of stuff when we was young. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, right. I just try to show them. I just try to show them that the difference, man. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to work. If you want, you're going to determine your lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? If you, you want to put in the work, you can live like this. If you want to be lazy and and, and and just do school, then maybe you can live like this. If you don't want to do school or nothing, then shit, you always gonna come clean my gym, baby. I'm going to love y'all, regardless. You always right. going to have a janitorial job if that's what you want. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just I just kind of showing them levels of, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get what you earn, like what you work for. So... I just be trying to instill, instill that hard work. And I always keep, you're going to be grown one day. I always yeah. keep that on my kid's head. You're going to be grown one day, man. So you don't want to be going to McDonald's every day, coming home smelling like grease, like, fuck, I hate this job. Like, it just ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So mold yeah. yourself now to start, start that path for what you want to do. All you got to do is put in the work and pray, and that shit going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So right. we just, I just feel like we got to go about it a different way because our financial situation is different. Like my mom ain't have to push uh, me. I'm like, I'm tired different. of hearing, I'm tired of hearing money arguments. So that was my whole motivation when I was young.
0: That was mine too. I'm going to go to the
1: league. I ain't going to be no more money arguments. We're going to argue over everything else except for money. You know what I'm saying? Right. That was my goal period. And, and that's what I did.
0: Okay. So I'm, I'm going to tell you why I said, I don't want my kids playing sports. I have no problem with them playing sports, but I do have a problem. And this is what I mean by this. I don't have my, I don't have a problem with my son playing football. I don't have my son playing basketball. I don't have my son or my daughters. I don't have them a problem with them actually playing the sport. I have a problem with, I know how much time that it takes away from me as a father. I know that I'm now giving my child love to, a sport that now is now heavily influenced by their friends because right. they spend more time with them. So now, in turn, I got to deal with the problems that come with everybody that don't necessarily live by the same code that I live by. Right. So now, the whole time you're playing sports, and this is what you probably didn't take in consideration: that all the arguments that you and your mom and dad got into over mm-hmm. some stuff that your homeboys told you, like, yeah, you know, like yeah I'm gonna go do this yeah I could go do that and your parents be like nah you can't go do it you just like shit right. I'm gonna go do it anyway
1: Exactly. you know what I'm you saying like, with it.
0: that's what I don't want to have to deal with when it comes to sports but actually playing the sports I'm okay with it but I know how much time and effort goes into being good or great yeah. at something and I don't want to be that father this is what I refuse to do T and I, I you probably okay with it I refuse to be that parent that son or daughter are trash at the sport that they playing. And there's yep. the reason why they losing games. And you just gotta eat that. Like parents understand the yeah. stands talking about like, who is that number 12? They terrible.
1: Yeah, like, I, I, my, I ain't never gonna be that neither. Like, but this, this is why I want my kids to play sports. Okay. Because I went through it, right? I played, I went to Kansas. I experienced shit that people from my neighborhood ain't never experienced, you know what I'm saying? And I feel yeah. like shit as a young black man, I ain't had too many opportunities. It wasn't too many paths to get out of there. You know what I'm saying? And go do that. Just so I want my kids to, I want y'all to experience the world. You know what I'm saying? I I want y'all to do something that you want to do when you old. I don't want y'all to just have a a computer desk job or something that you got to go to that you really don't like. I want y'all to be in some type of field that you enjoy going to work. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when people go to college and they see the world, I feel like it opens so many doors for you in your life. Yeah. And the easiest way to go, I could pay for y'all to go to school, but I feel like when you earn, like when you earn a scholarship or, like when you earn something yourself, man, it's just so gratifying, man. Like I look at my, look back at my career, like man, I did that shit, bro. I earned that scholarship. I went to college. I worked my ass off. I got drafted. I earned this job. You know what I'm saying? This gym I'm right. in right now, I built this motherfucker up. I earned it, like myself and. And shit, entertainment, like my daughter, she do, she want to act and dance. So this is what I do with my kids. I ask y'all, what y'all want to do? What you want to do when you old? Right. I don't make you play sports. You tell me right. what you want to do, and you say, I want to do this when I'm old. Boom, I'm gonna get you acting lessons, singing lessons. I'm gonna roll the red carpet out for you to try to help you, you know what I'm saying? Achieve that goal, achieve same with goals. my son. Yeah.
0: You,
1: you want to play football? Okay, bet, then I'm gonna train you. I'm gonna make sure you know how to run a slant, catch over the shoulder, know how you hold the ball. You gonna know angles, you gonna know, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna yeah. not let people cut back on you on defense. You're gonna know everything that I know as much as you can retain. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna teach right. you. So really, I, I want my kids to play sports really because they want to. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, right. if y'all right. uh, y'all I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you do exactly what you wanna do. And then I feel like sports just opens so many doors for you, man. It teach you discipline, it teach you hard, it teach you all the shit that you're gonna need when you're sitting at a real desk job, or if you, or if you, or if you're the owner of this company, all the morals and shit that you learn from sports. You're going to use it that in your company, you, you know what I'm saying? Sports yeah. teach you, it, it gets you ready for life, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's why I like my kids. I want y'all to, I don't want them to be no rude awakening we all get. It. I want y'all to, been done, went through some adversity, been yes. done, worked hard for something, been on yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? has some, some ambition about something, like, all right, we want to win a chip. I know I got to do all this hard work for something that's in the future. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just teach you so much stuff, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm in love with sports, and I push my kids to play it.
0: Yeah, so so with you saying that, like saying that the kids go through something different now versus when we was kids, you're absolutely right. I had that rude awakening when my oldest daughter, she's 10 now, but when she was seven, she was, uh so which was like four years ago, she'll be 11 this year, but she was crying because the iPad died. Yeah. And I was like, girl, if you don't stop crying, I was like, back in my day, and then I stopped myself because I was like, ooh, yeah. Her struggle is, just because her struggle is a dead iPad, it's still a struggle. It's but a struggle. back in the days, like, we was, we, like, people was getting shot, killed. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was dodging, stabbings, police Shit, It, wasn't, it wasn't no iPads. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I had to come to terms with like, look, my struggle is not gonna look like her struggle. Right. So because it's not gonna look like that, you gotta take it for what it is. Like you said, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they live a... I think Kevin Hart said it better. They victims of their parents' lifestyle. Exactly. Because, you know, we, we got opportunity to have some money. And, like, with that opportunity, we kind of live out our childhood that we would have re- wanted now. Right. So now we got the money, like, the wrestling, going to Wrestlemania's mm-hmm. and stuff like that, going to Disney World and going... Like, I'd have never been able to do all that shit when I was younger, bro. i have never. never thought... Like Disney World was something I saw on TV that exactly. now we see 10, 12 times a year. And mm-hmm. like the kids can point out where they're going, how we get there. They know the shortcuts, they know all the guides. Like, I'm talking about, like, yeah, like really? my kids, my kids, it is it shocked me and it made me feel bad because the lifestyle that my kids live, we went to my sister's house. And my sisters don't live the same lifestyle that we live, right? right? We went over to her house, and my oldest daughter was like, "Where's the pool, Daddy?" And I'm like, "Yeah, not everybody uh. has pools, but everybody <laughs> she know has pools. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's the community
1: you live in over there." <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, "Well, where they pool at, Daddy?" And I'm like, uh, "Well, she she didn't she opted out of that feature. She didn't want a pool. She was like, Daddy, everybody want a pool. I was like, Nah, uh, uh-uh. we don't, we don't do pools." And she was like, "Oh, okay then." And so she was talking to my niece. And she was like, uh, "Yeah, you know, let's go to your playroom." She was like, "Well, my playroom is my room." And like for a minute, my daughter, like it, I saw her wheels turning, like like that. Well, your room? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what? And 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 my my sister goes, "Damn, man, your kid is bougie." And I'm like, "No, it's not that they're bougie. It's just that their friends, their friends' friends." And like their network of the community that we live in right. because we live in the type of house that we live in, everybody got that type of stuff. Exactly. So when we come out of that community and they don't have it, she's just like, well, well what's the issue? And it has nothing to do with money because she don't know what that is.
1: Yeah, she just don't know, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. she, she just go off what she knows. That's all she see with her eyes, you know what I'm saying? Yes,
0: Yes. And so it dawned on me then I was like, damn, like I really, like if you really sit back and you watch, people really like, and, and my kids wherever we go, we can be, man, we can be in the hood, at a at a gas station, bro, and everybody out there got guns, and our kids have no idea what's going on. They just roll no. in there like, hey, daddy, you want some guns? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, can I go get some chips? Can I go in the yeah? <laughs> yeah they,
1: they they don't know. You know. My kids halfway know, you know. what I'm saying they know if we go to like if we go if we buy the hood or something. Oh yeah, we in the hood, but they don't they don't know like the They don't really know what go down over there. Like they don't don't feel like like they in danger or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying?
0: So so the question for me to you is, is do you teach them that or do you keep them away from that? And just say, hey.
1: Like me, me, D'Angelo, I'm like, uh, my homies who I grew up with, I moved to Texas in 1999. Right, you know what I'm saying? The neighborhood I moved to, the homies who I chill with then, them my same homies who I chill with now. You know what I'm saying? Same here, same here, same here. So my kids see about seven, hood dudes they around and they see them so you know what i'm saying i might go over there and have have i'm, I'm still welcome in my neighborhood i go over there right, you know yeah I, I got spots i go chill at you know what i'm saying i don't stay over there like that i try to stay from over there as much as i can but my right. kids know you know what I'm saying? i tell my kids right. old little stories and stuff you know what i'm saying so my kids ain't in the blind on nothing really. You know what I'm saying? They kind of they kinda they kind of know what's going on, but at the same time, just knowing and living that shit, them two different things.
0: Oh, they completely different, bro. Hell completely yeah. different, man. And it, and I find myself having to self-correct myself, like, yo, you're not raising kids like you was raised. Right. You gotta raise kids to the community and how you're exactly to interact in this world. You know what I'm saying? Which exactly. is exactly which is, is different and tough because you know we playing it by ear just like
1: everybody else. Yeah, yeah, we ain't never did this before, you know what I'm saying? So, Never exactly.
0: did
1: it before at all. So, but look, I gotta tell you something before we get up out of here. Uh, you probably don't even know this, you know what I'm saying? But you you part of, you. it was a a dark cloud came over that Buck's that bucks building. And it last, I used to say, I used to tell my brother and them and, and do it from the hood, my partners. I used to be like, bro, it's cursed, bro. <laughs> something wrong with it, bro. It's cursed, no matter who come over, it's cursed. And then when time went over, I'm like, oh yeah, Tommy, Time the football guys like time, he gonna lift the curse, yeah. He gonna lift the curse, all right. <laughs> but uh, my whole career from 08, I'm talking about not 08, so I'm from about nah, I say from 08 because that was my rookie year. Boom, we nine and three, it's December finna start. We nine and three, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We we in the playoffs, so I'm talking about well, we finna go to playoffs. So I'm a rookie, you know what I'm saying? We we in the playoffs basically, we nine and three in the south, boom, we play y'all dog Utofa, 185. Uh Jonathan Stewart right. told for 115. We give up 300. We was solid defense now. We we top yeah. 10 defense. That was Monday y'all. night, right? Monday night. Y'all boy told for three hundred four four tubs on us, right? And yeah. I promise you, bro, it took it took the soul of the whole building. It was it was <laughs> one vibe in there. Look, nine to three, one vibe. Boom, we gave up that. The team meeting was like mm. then the meetings was coaches was tight. Then we lost again. Then we lost again. Then we lost four in a row, we ended up nine to seven. Boom, they fired and Then they bring in Raheem and the, the curse was on after that. I'm telling uh, you, bro, it was all bad after that. But you remember that
0: game? I do remember that game, bro. That's when, right. we, that's when we came on the scene. And we had been rushing like that the whole time and everybody was like, hey, you know, uh, running back by committee, that's dead. Yeah. Like, there's no way that they can keep this up, bro. I, I'll never forget this, bro. Dan Henney, to this day, I still don't like him, bro. We go the Arizona Cardinals, bro. We played them in the, the – you remember this? Why, it wasn't a wild card. We played them in the division round. This is when they went – they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> we opened the first drive up. We threw one pass, and we ran it the rest of the time, and we scored a touchdown. We celebrated like, oh, yeah. We finna run these numbers up, baby, like, yeah. yeah. Bro, we didn't run the ball again, bro, into the fourth quarter. He threw four or five picks, bro. Uh, Delon threw four or five picks. We went down, and it was just all bad from there. I'm on the sideline, like, why are we throwing the football? Right. Well, after the first possession, why? you know what Dan told me? He said, we know we can run the ball. We want to see if we can pass it. Boy, it's the
1: playoffs. It's talking yeah.
0: Bro, we got our ass kicked, boy. That boy, Larry Fitzgerald, went crazy on that.
1: Crazy, he went crazy. That whole playoff little run right there. Yeah, the whole playoff little run. That's
0: what made Larry Fitzgerald. Larry
1: Fitzgerald. Exactly. It had a lot to do with it for sure. <laughs> man, that's what I'm talking but
0: about. But definitely, bro. to this day, to this day, man, I'm like, why the hell did we throw the ball when we could run on anybody?
1: Man, and, and, and y'all definitely told it on us that Monday night, and that was, and that was, and that was the night. I'm, I was like. Bro, D'Angelo got, it was crazy, bro. You don't even, you you remember it, but you ain't had my view of it. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh my God. It was like Saquon before Saquon. That's the style you had, in my opinion, like that. Yeah, I'm strong, I'm breaking tackles, but I'm quick and I'm fast at the same, like I bring everything to the table. yeah. And, And that probably was the first time I seen that. I seen Ricky Williams in preseason, like my rookie year, and you know, he only probably had like eight carries, but I was like, damn, I tackled him one time. My first tackle, Ricky Williams, open field. He cut back, boom, I hit his legs. I was like, oh shit, I tackled him. And then yeah. But by seven carries after that, he was toting, then preseason, then they took him out. Then I seen some running backs, everybody was looking cool. Even I had Cadillac on my team. Lack was yeah. looking cool, he was kind of hurt, you know what I'm saying? So he ain't nobody really was like, had me like, damn. But that Monday night game, so- bro, I promise you, bro. I was like, Damn, bro, this dog's holding on us. It was nothing so we can do tell about
0: you, it. I'm gonna tell you what had our backfield turned up for that game. Yeah. So you had Cadillac Williams. So the year before that, he had rushed and like his shoes were in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, he was so all week. Our coaches was like, "Yeah, man, they got the best Williams on that side over there. Like they got yeah. the best running back. <laughs> like they got the best. Like they got the best defense. Like yeah, like." We'll, we'll bust, me and will bust out of like a long run in practice, and they'll be like, yeah, you can't do that on that defense, man. Like, they got you know, Simeon right, like they would was, Bruh, me right, we right. was solid. Had, oh, y'all was solid over we there, We was bro. solid, bro. Y'all we had a night. we had, we had Kevin that, Carter, ho Derrick Brooks, oh, Kato June. I'm a, we I'm had I'm goons out yeah. there. They was talking about that, right? And, uh you know, we, we get out, man, you know, pregame, handshakes, you know, we warming up and stuff, and like, I see Derrick Brooks warming up, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, man, he looked like somebody grandpa. Like, he was <laughs> old at this time. <laughs> he was like, oh,
1: yeah.
0: He's still out here playing, man. I said, and Stu came up to us, and he said, hey, bro, we retiring all the old heads today. Because y'all had Lynch still playing. Y'all get um, it. Uh, uh, what was the other corner? Uh, the twin. Uh, Rondé. Rondé, he was still on the other mm-hmm. side. He said, hey, man, let's go be special today. He was like, hey. just remember, they said the best Williams on the other side. So we was juiced up for the game anyway. Well, Monday night, they had us, and they just kept feeding us, and we were hey, eating, bro.
1: And after that game, I mean, after that season, we lost in four in a row, after that season, all the vets got cut. I'm talking about every one of the vets. <laughs> everybody, Rondae was the only one. Rondae stayed on the team. From Gruden, to Hovan to Kevin Carter, to Brooks, to Cato. everybody was gone. We started with Raheem Morris. I was in year two. Boy, I was one of the leaders on the team in year two. You know what I'm saying? That's how young that we was, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. Real shit, I remember that shit like it was yesterday, man. Before we get we, out of we here- We had hell, fun uh,
0: though.
1: Hell yeah. Before we get out of here, man, tell us about the foundation. I know you got something you're doing in the community okay. and all
0: that. So yeah, I got the D'Angelo Williams Foundation. I, I opened it in 2006 um, when I when I got drafted. I, I had it, but you know, just funding. Uh came in 2006 and it's it's breast cancer so what we do is is we go in and we give mammograms yeah. we've given over 500 mammograms and we give you a mammogram if we find cancer breast cancer in you we'll we'll get you treated we'll get you breast cancer free no charge to you that's
1: what's we up. cover
0: everything from the time that's they up. say you have breast cancer to the time you're your breast cancer free um, that's, that's what my foundation does but now we're because my four aunts and my mom, they all died of breast cancer.
1: Okay, I was going to so ask where, I bre- it, where, yeah, yeah, yeah I was that, ask where that's it that came where it from. come
0: from. We got the BRCA one gene in our family that was passed down from my grandfather, not mm-hmm. my grandmother, and it went to all the girls. So my mom was the only one to live past fifty. So much to where we didn't celebrate birthdays in our house because the the more birthdays you celebrate, the closer you got to fifty, and ultimately, like that's when you were passed. My mom passed yeah. at fifty three we celebrated three birthdays. We celebrated 50, 51, and 52. On our third birthday, I mean, on our 53rd birthday, they had turned over to hospice, so we didn't do anything. We just sat there till we talked, we reminisced. That's what's and up, just, just talked about, yeah, just life and stuff like that. And like I'd was, and asked her, even when she was on hospice, I was like, well, what do you want your legacy to be? She said, I don't care about my legacy. I, I don't care about any of that. I don't, last names don't matter to me. None of that, she was like, I honestly and truly want to find a cure for this disease. So we don't ever have to have conversations like this ever again. Exactly. A way that y'all can help, you know what
1: I'm saying, the younger the younger ladies coming up, you know what I'm saying, the y'all family, because I mean, the gene is the gene. It ain't like it disappeared, you know what I'm saying? So right, right. That's so dope, that was, bro.
0: It's, a, it's the same thing Angelina Jolie had. Uh, well, she has the gene. So this is what's crazy about technology and not only technology, but the advancements of medicine. So my first aunt died in 92. She had, a, she had the BRCA1 gene. She had breast cancer develop in one of her breasts. She got that one removed. It ultimately came back into the second one and then metastasized and it ultimately took her life. Mm-hmm. Well, through the advancement of technology and medicine, if you have the BRCA1 gene and you get your breast removed before any signs of breast cancer you no longer are able to get breast cancer because the fatty tissues that are in your breasts have been removed right so literally all four of my aunts and my mom would have been saved then had that technology been available so right. just the, the the advancements of technology and the advancements of medicine just from 92 until now has been it saved Angelina Jolie's life when everybody was like why would you get your breast removed if you don't have breast, re- breast cancer well, exactly. if I don't have any signs of it, and I have the BRCA one gene, and I get a removed, it. Mm-hmm. absolutely, it was a preventative measure. That I sit back now, and I'm like, dang, man, you know, imagine if we was able to come up with this back then. Now, you right, know, right. but you know, we're here now, so everything happens we're for a reason, man. And that, absolutely, that's one thing
1: my mama, my mama always say to me. I ride with. She tell me a million things, but she got one of them yeah. little sands that stood with me. Never put a question mark where God put a period. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna tell Real. you the one that <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the one that stuck with me, and <laughs> this is the truest thing I've ever heard. And when my mom told me this, I was young and I didn't understand it. But as an adult, I was like, I completely understand it. And yep. her saying was this: "There's nothing that I can say to you that a pair of legs can't change."
1: Right. Right.
0: I, bro. I. When I was young, I was like, "What the hell does that supposed right. to mean?"
1: What are you talking bro? about?
0: <laughs> yeah, bro. When you hit that high school, college phase, you know exactly what she's talking.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it, it'll change. It'll change. I, I hear your voice in my head, and man, I'm still gonna yeah. do it. You know what I'm saying? For real. But hey, I, I appreciate Absolutely. it, bro. Man, that's a, that's a dope. That's a dope interview, man. We just completed right here, man. I appreciate it. So. We here. We ain't going nowhere. Volume Podcast Network. We jugging, baby. So anytime you got something new you working on, man, hit lead. We we'll, we'll put that we'll put that shit on wax, man. We'll do it. We'll run it.
0: Okay, absolutely, man. I appreciate you for having me on, man. I appreciate you. You Already it. know. Good nice, to see man. you. Yeah, you already know. Good to see you, man. Good T- conversation I didn't even know and all you that. you knew who I was, bro. I mean, man, you, you was playing, always bro. busy, bro. You was in Pro Bowl. You was snatching hey, chains and shit. Hey, you would win the Super Bowl. Hey, like I'm I'm saying you don't really have hey. enough time over there. You know, what hey, I mean? I'm a, hey, first and foremost, before
1: I was in in high school, anything, I was a super football fan. So that's yeah. that's another reason why I do this media shit, is because it just keep me in the game. I'ma be watching and tuned in anyway. I might as well right. talk about it. This shit therapeutic, you know what I'm saying? So I've always been a fan of the game. So you, you want to code his backs. So of course I'm gonna know you, my boy.
0: Okay. So I gotta I gotta ask you this though before I leave. Yeah. Before I before I get off, I need your top three corners in the league right now. Yeah. And right I need now? your top three receivers in the league right now.
1: Top three uh corners in the league right now. Uh you ain't gotta around. put them in
0: order. You could just yeah. you can just give me the top three.
1: Top three. My favorite three corners in the league right now. Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, and, and Marcus Peters. I'm gonna go with my dog MP. I'm going MP. Okay. That's that's my that's okay. my brother. He make too many plays. More plays okay. than anybody. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going them three okay. receivers, best receivers in the league right now. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and I'm gonna go that last spot, man. I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna go right now. I'm drafted, I'm going DK. They're my dogs right now. I'm riding with them three. You give me them three, man. Hey, I can play quarterback. We we to the chip. That's give me what them you're three, doing. We to the chip. I'm telling you. You give that's, me them three outs okay. right there. We to the chip. Can,
0: can we can we discuss a little football right now? Just yeah, let's, let's go, man. We
1: ain't, we ain't on no clock. I mean, I, I'm really I I was getting off. I thought you was ready to go. You know what I'm saying we can go though.
0: Is Deshaun Watson a top a top tier quarterback? And and this is what I'm saying. The top tier is only five. So after you hit the first five, you second tier now.
1: Yeah. Uh Deshaun Deshaun Watson Watson a top tier? Deshaun Watson is a top tier quarterback. And I say that, and I say that, I say he is because he got something that either you have or you don't, you really can't teach it. And that's that winning shit. Like it's called winnability or whatever. He know how to win, bro. You look at him at high school, he won. You look at him in college, he won. He gets to the NFL. He was bad last year, but he won though. He he's a winner, bro. Winners are winners. You can't you can't teach a winner. You can't teach a winner. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I'm telling you, bro, it's if you know how to win, you know how to win. Some like guys like 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 Matt Stafford, like he just can't win. He could throw for six thousand sixty tubs, and they'll be six and six. You know what I'm saying? So I. I just like winners, bro. If you're a quarterback, your record better say you're a T, winner, or I
0: really ain't going to rock with you. T, you said he a top-tier quarterback. There's only five in the top tier, bro. Yeah, I'll tell you who they is. It's I, and I'm going to tell you who they is. Okay, so who you got, got Aaron Rodgers. You got Tom Brady. I'm giving you Allen out of Buffalo, because he Josh played lights out. Yeah, I like him. Russell Wilson. Russell. And... um. Who was my fifth? Who was my fifth? Uh, Patrick Mahone. You oh, yeah, name Patty me which, which 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 tell give me get which one are you taking out of that top
1: five to put the Watson up there? You tripping, T? Josh, you Josh, trip Allen, T? Josh Allen, Josh Allen. I mean, you won. You've been winning since you went in the league. I don't know. I I I might take Josh Allen out and put you, and put the right go, there. Man. I'm, ready go, I'm, man. I'm ready to I'm telling you, I I, go, I, I I might have to do that. You know what I'm saying? I right. might. I might have to do that. I might I'm they both nice. It's a toss up, man. We could do this all day. It's a toss up. And it, and it's probably and it's probably three more quarterbacks we could put in that little fifth slot and, Right. and, and, and depending on who you're talking I mean, not,
0: to, Lamar, yeah. we could put Lamar Levar up there.
1: Yeah, I'm saying yeah, Lamar I, might just, be right there. We ain't even I, say I, Drew. I count Drew as retired now, so we ain't even putting Drew yeah, on on, yeah. on on a list like that. But yeah,
0: Drew would have been in front of Josh, but I'm, I am I I took Drew yeah, off he retired. Josh up there because he retired, right?
1: Yeah. Man, I say I but, say all them young boys, Deshaun, Lamar, Josh, they all could fight for that last spot, bro. Y'all can go back I, and forth I, about I'm that gonna last ask spot. You this,
0: I'm going to ask you this before I go because you're going to make me go because I know you're going to answer this real <laughs> fucked up. But I'm going ask, I'm to ask this question anyway. <laughs> but then uh, I'm leaving after this for real because yeah, you're going to make me it. mad. Is Deshaun Watson right now better than Ben Roethlisberger.
1: I'm starting a franchise and boom, it's my pick. And and, and the best two on the board is Big Ben and Deshaun right now, who I'm taking. Taking Deshaun bro. Big Ben the truth. I'm not taking nothing away from Ben though, but you know. You just took it away from him. You made me put my GM hat on man. So I'm thinking for the future and everything. Who could win for me right now? and I win for me
0: win, in five years. Right? No, I don't give a damn about five years. I need
1: yeah, see, to win, you de- one I, season. You got everything everything one I do. season.
0: But me, D'Angelo,
1: everything I do, I'm thinking about if I'm doing this a podcast right now and I'm trying to set this bitch up for five years later for to be making millions on it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's just how my mind works, baby. I'm always thinking about five years from now, you know what I'm saying? So oh. Big Ben ain't gonna be available for me five years from now. If he is, he gonna be a statue, he can't move.
0: And Deshaun's going to be the for sure. same way because of the hits that he's taking out of Houston, bro. Yeah, the hits he, he that he's taking out of Houston, bro. He's going to get
1: one he gonna get one little injury, and that's going to slow him down from running, and then he's going to be able to use Cam his skills. Newt.
0: He's just Cam not going to run as
1: much. But, I mean, you Cam look Newt. at Cam's career. Cam had a... Man, Cam wouldn't trade his career for nobody's. You know what I'm saying?
0: Bro, Cam had one season, bro. He had nah. one season. He had one season that was great, and that was the year he won the MVP. If you look at his numbers... From a passing perspective and not from a running perspective? From a passing perspective. But you can't do that. Back. I, I know you can't do that. It's football. But he's not. You
1: can't say take out all your touchdowns from running and all your yards from Bro, that- that's part of his game. That's like saying we leave. In
0: the media no. though. Like we in the media. That's like saying media.
1: That's like saying leave. all right, take out all your zone coverage picks. Like this part of my that's part of my game. I know how to read the quarterback and break on stuff, and I also know how to play man and strap. So that's part of my game. You can't say, take that part of my game.
0: That's
1: part of his game. That's like saying Lamar. Is-, is Lamar good? If you take out Lamar Legs right now, is he good? Ooh. You can't
0: really take he- Lamar Legs yeah, out because that's him. You can't take it. Yeah, that's part of yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? So, I, man, yeah. Cam would
1: not trade that career for nobody, man. That, no, he Cam had a great career. I, man, look. You tell, you tell me right now, your son can have Cam Newton career. I'm gonna say, hell
0: yeah, give him that. Okay, oh I see what you said. I thought you were give saying was great, like in like- yeah, it, Nah, I, just I'm just talking about career, this, period. And I'm not, I'm not bad-mouthing Cam at all. I'm saying that from a quarterback's perspective, right. the year he won the MVP, that's yeah. when he stood back there and he threw the football. Yeah. Like the running with the football is what caused Cam to be this mobile, this immobile Cam well, he's yeah. standing back there, he's looking to throw the damn ball now. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson without his legs. So once he's they not. take him away from him, once they take him away from him, the only quarterback that I've seen even have any remote success that, and he wasn't even a runner, was Russell Wilson. Yeah. He wasn't, he was just a scrambler. He wasn't see, really but, like a See, but runner. Deshaun got a
1: little bit of that in him. He scrambled and keep his eyes up. Field. He ain't just straight, you ain't open, scramble to run. He got a little bit of, I mean, am I'm, I'm telling you, bro, you ain't bombing a fuller, ass fuller. We going we gonna FaceTime Fuller.
0: Chipping, ass fuller, right?
1: ass fuller about chipping. Deshaun. Man. That's, bro, that's just
0: like that's just like saying Michael Vick was accurate when he threw the
1: football. Nah, Mike wasn't that accurate. And Mike was more, I'm looking here, he ain't open, boom, I'm gone. He won't really like scramble around, keep my eyes up. He won't on that Russell Wilson, but Deshaun got like a mix, bro. That's why I like him, because he got a mix of that Russell scramble. And he got a mix of that Lamar, I'll take off on you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a it's in between. He got, he hey, performed both of them in that. That's I got to watch more. That's
0: what I see. I, see, I what I see. When I was seeing him, he was running for his life. So I am i don't know what he looked like when he could stand back there, he could read a defense and he could throw the ball. I just know that he can't come to Carolina because he's going to be doing the same shit he was doing in Texas <laughs> with the Texans that he was doing in Carolina. So he's going to end up if, in Carolina, bro. <laughs> no, that ain't where. I, if I'm Deshaun Watson and I'm his manager or I'm the one that's trying to get him to go somewhere, you want to go to New Orleans, bro. They got yeah. running backs, they got receivers, yeah. they got everybody want to go to New Orleans. Need. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, Everybody, I, that's that's the ideal landing spot to to for a quarterback. I ain't even on the field. I want to exactly. Go. Shit, me yeah, too. They, I, I feel they, like they, they, they this close to winning that chip, and if they got they a record to Deshaun, hey, I I feel like them boys might get with Sean Payton. And they might run that offense a little bit better than Breeze did, cause they gonna bring something else to the table. Okay, this see, man, T, this T, look, T. these linebackers ain't they don't look like Erlacker and Derek Brooks no more, D'Angelo, These boys, two thirty
0: flying around T. the field. You got to move, bro. This no, no, no. First, no, first of all, I nowadays, didn't you, you got to be able to Breeze move. Like I ain't disrespecting Bro, I played Drew, Drew Breeze my entire career, bro. This man Me is too. an animal. Me I never too. saw him look. I was so mad. I've cracked so many jokes on Drew Brees because when he's standing behind the line, you can't even see him throw the football. I, I don't already even know. know what the hell he's throwing at when he throws.
1: But look, once you get some the pressure right. on his ass, he ain't going nowhere though. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's and then Sean 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 Payton, he he make the offense simpler. So it's just quick throws, He putting guys in the spot. Drew Brees just got to really quick and make the throw. But when that shit break down,
0: then what Drew do? It's over with, you know what I'm saying? Stop it, stop it. This that Tom Brady argument. I'm not I'm, gonna let you man, do this listen, to me, T. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna let you do this you, to me, man. It's the I'm game gonna go. changing. I'm not gonna let you do hey, this, you like this. Hey,
1: the game changing, D'Angelo, man. Hey, so if your kids play football, hey, you better make sure they got them legs. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they play quarterback, you got a kid play quarterback, you better make sure you got them legs because in but about 10 years, no. it ain't gonna be no more Tom Brady's. It ain't gonna be no more standing here because all the kids, like Trevor Lawrence, he got legs. He, in the new time, he the new time brady. He got sit in the pocket. I can read everything, but if it break down, boom, I can move. I got legs. That's just that's just the speed of the game now. When you got drafted, it was 143. Now nah, when yeah. we now nine, nine days, bro, you run a four-four. You damn near slow. Like, oh, he yeah. ran four, four. Oh, nah. Like, it's just the game just changes so much. The linebackers getting that. little, the DNs getting faster you got to be able to move and create that extra second now, or, or you just not going to thrive. You know what I'm saying? And Tom Brady different. We can't count Tom Brady. He like, you know, the golden boy of this shit. So he the last of the dime breed. Once Tom gone, it ain't going to be no more standing in the pocket. That's my opinion. I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's going to be no more that standing in the pocket type. You got to move now. Cause it's, we too fast. Like, just like offense, y'all spreading out the offense defense, like, all right, we got to start getting people who faster. Defense is just getting so fast, man. That rush coming. You cannot be a sitting duck. Yeah, it
0: is. It I is. Feel that. It is. I hey, was good talk, out. man. Let's
1: let's get on I appreciate with it. We still, that, we, man. We'll be on it. We'll be on this thing five, six hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know what I'm
0: going get man. I
1: appreciate hey, it. Hey, 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 I appreciate it too, bro. And like I said, real shit. If you got anything, you got something going for the foundation, whatever, bro. Hop right back on this thing. We can let it be known. Okay. All right. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, bro. All right. You take care, bro. You too.